Touchdown! Hey everyone, I'm Scott Hansen from NFL Red Zone. I'm CNN's Coy Wire and former NFL player. Hi, I'm Nat Coombs. I'm Michael McGuire from Gridiron. I'm Toast Force Will Gavin. If you want to see the best of the NFL, check out Decipher Sport. Check out Decipher Sports. Check out Decipher Sport. Check out Decipher Sport. Check out Decipher Sport. I'm Neil Reynolds, and this is the Decipher Handoff. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Decipher Handoff podcast with me, Neil Reynolds. Uh, Each month we take you through a conversation with a player, coach, uh, an executive from around the league. We are the podcast for new fans in the UK, uh, across Germany and mainland Europe. And uh, an old friend joins me today. Uh, the what's the official title, Maria? Vice President of UK Operations for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Maria Giganti. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Thank you, Neil. Yes, that is the official title. Perfect. So many years working for NFL UK, uh, yes. now working for a team, working for the Jags. Um, mm-hmm. Major differences with that? Massive difference. Yeah. Um, I, I never really understood the term, you know, live or die for every Sunday, but um it is it's it's a great experience it's very different um but i but i do really like it i like seeing this side of the business after being with the league for 27 years see when you're with the league they all win they all win exactly. on Sunday. <laughs> we love all our children uh equally <laughs> now you're hanging on every score line every result uh, this year of course is going to be uh, significant for the jags the first time ever uh, a team is going to play back-to-back games in London. So the Jags will have their uh, regular appearance at Wembley Stadium October the 1st against the Atlanta Falcons, then October the 8th, uh, mm-hmm. heading back to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to take on the Buffalo Bills. How significant is this? I mean, it's 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 fairly uh, um, groundbreaking, I would say, um, for a team to come over and play back-to-back games in an international market. Uh, You know, this is something, you know, that we've talked about at the league for a really long time. And um, we're very excited to be the first team to do it. Uh, It, you know, just so happened that it worked out with the schedule and we don't have to take any additional games out of Jacksonville that we were able to, to play either the the Titans or the Buffalo Bills as we had them both on our schedule for uh, um, to be an away team. And, and the fan experiences, obviously, they're great days out. And and Jags have made Wembley Stadium their their home. But even when you were at Tottenham, it was a it was a wonderful day with the last minute field goal uh, by Matthew Wright. What can the fans expect at Wembley and Tottenham? At Wembley, well, at Wembley, we will certainly be the home team, and you will see everything that um, that shouts Jacksonville. Uh, you know, it will be the usual fanfare, tailgate experience, you know, pregame activities. Um, we will do more with um, with branding outside and inside the stadium. And then we'll travel to, to Tottenham where, you know, that becomes a league game. It's a Buffalo Bills home game. But, you know, we certainly hope to um, to see all our Jaguars fans come out and support us both at Wembley and Tottenham. You must have seen uh, through your efforts and just the fact that Jags come back year on year, there's more and more of these jerseys, these number 16s with Lawrence. <laughs> more absolutely. and more of them popping up every year now. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Our owner made a comment. You know, he said he's um, he's never seen so many teal and black jerseys in uh, a London game. So, you know, we, we've seen you know, we see jerseys of all teams and. You know, we even see NFL uh, uh, Europe League jerseys at these games, but certainly over the years and um, and just I'd say the past two to three years, there's been 
so many Jaguars fans and jerseys out there. And now, of course, Trevor Lawrence, who has, you know, certainly became a star for us. And, you know, he's really been, um, you know, a real uh, kind of turning point for him over the the last year um, in his career and his star with the Jags. I guess it must make it easier or give you more opportunities to sell a franchise quarterback. He proved last year he's the real deal. He took the team uh, to the final eight. Um, there's there's real excitement about the Jags after making the playoffs for the first time in five years. Well, it is. And it's funny, Neil, because, I mean, we were always very close to the Jags because of their connection to London. So when I was with the league, I was always pulling for the Jags. And it was so disappointing to, you know, go season after season where they, you know, they just couldn't get it done. And then to be with the team when they've had such an exciting season has been unbelievable. And, and yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's, he's been quite a surprise every game. Every time we think he's down, he comes right back up and leads us back to a win. So you mentioned earlier that you watch like a fan on Sundays. So you had those great comeback wins against Baltimore, Dallas, but the biggest of all, uh, what was your, tell us your mood before and after down by 27 uh, in the playoff game against the Chargers and then winning it. And what a contrast. All right. Well, this is a story. So my son happens to be a massive Jaguars fan and it's because uh, when we started to come over here for the games and, and live here, he just started following the team. So he was in Jacksonville for that game. And after the first half, you know, it was middle of the night here. I just got discouraged and I said, George, you know, I'm going to go to sleep and, you know, let me know what happens. <laughs> and sure enough, my phone was ringing off the hook and he's screaming, we're, we're, we have three points. We need three points. And he's you know, telling me to put on the game. And I'm so superstitious. I didn't put on the game. I just sat on the phone with him for him to tell me if we won or not, because I had stopped watching it. And when I stopped watching it, we came back. So <laughs> so that's my story. <laughs> Fantastic. See, I thought I was going to get a story of you rooting them on in the early out. No, you just had to give up on it. And, and, and then once they were coming back, you didn't want to jinx it. No, I didn't. I, I couldn't put it on. I just, I, as soon as we, as soon as I knew we won, I put on, um, actually, you know, put on all the reruns and, and just started watching it. That's the best way to watch it. You can just enjoy it. You know what's going to happen then. Um, no stress. Yeah, exactly. Just, I was going to touch on JagTag a little bit later, but JagTag, some of the grassroots initiatives, just mentioned um, your son's a Jags fan. Mm -hmm. uh, my two daughters are Jags fans because the team comes over every year to attract all those young fans now who are coming into the sport. They see the Jacksonville Jaguars coming back year after year. Yeah, and, and you're right. You know, JagTag is certainly a big part of it, the, the repetition, the commitment, um, you know, with JagTag, we have over 87,000 kids playing it across the country. I mean, that those are huge numbers for one team and one program. And, you know, for us, it's all about accessibility. It's very easy to play. You don't need tag belts. You don't need anything. You really just need to be able to run and, and pass and, you know, and there's and have a ball. So it's um, it's it's been a labor of love, um, starting with uh, you know, back in, what was it, 2016 through the Fulham Foundation and growing the program year on year and now having our own um, Jaguars charitable foundation that we, you know, we run all our grassroots programs underneath. Um, the chance to have a team in market for two weeks. So mm -hmm. two games, that means the team sticks around. Uh, how long is your 
uh, your list of requests right now? <laughs> it's quite long. Um, it's been chopped considerably, but um, you know we do we do have a fairly um, robust program uh, or week planned that we just need to get approved by our football department. But you know, I think if you've listened to anything that our coaches said over the past couple of weeks um, when when the schedule was announced, you know, he understands that the back to back to back weeks means that there'll be more activity for players, more activities for the team. And he's bought in. So that's really helpful for us. Um, so I'd say in about two, three weeks time, we'll put the schedule in front of coach and we'll see where we get to. But you know, we're hoping for a, for a week-long program of activities and really taking advantage of the, the players being in town and the team. Because that that those touch points with the fans, those are those are critical, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's important for us to take the helmets off the players and and make them personable and for um for our fans to get to know them and and give that unprecedented access which i think the league does as a whole um you know all the events that the league has done over the past 10 years in this country has always been um fairly significant in terms of access to players coaches you know the stars the stars of the team and we're going to take the helmets uh, off the players put them on stage uh, this year go around the country a little bit you want to talk about that the the summer tour we did it last year which was uh, great fun being on the trains and on the buses with the players, um, and we're gonna we're gonna hit the road again. Yes, we are. We just opened up our registry of interest um, for London, so we are hitting the road. We're gonna be at the Mermaid uh, in London um, for for our first our kind of kickoff UK live, and then we head to Liverpool and Belfast. So trying to get to different parts of the country, trying to to get out of London, which we hear so much from our fans. Let's get out of London. When are you going to come to, you know, when are you going to come to the different parts of, of, of the country? So that's what we're doing this year. Uh, and those, those things are just part of what is now known as the global markets program. Jags are one of six teams uh, that mm -hmm. can market to the UK. Of course, you were going to be uh, first in line, given everything you've already done. Now, um, Jacksonville and Pittsburgh have been given the, uh, rights to the Republic of Ireland. Um, first of all, in the UK, mm -hmm. does it get quite competitive? It does. Uh, it, it certainly does. There's there's one um, group that is you know very um, you know we communicate a lot. We we say we're going to collaborate. We're going to do you know things together. But then there's this other side that's very competitive. So you know, in the end, I think we all want the same thing. We all want to build up the market. We all want to build up the league's popularity. Um, but, you know, for us, we, I feel like we, you know, we've, we've done it for so long where we're kind of have a hold on the market. So uh, um, we feel fairly comfortable in our position, um, but it does, it does get competitive. Um, and, you know, but we are happy for the other teams to be here and we think it's a great program and opportunity. What, what sort of visions do you have for the Irish market? Because I've done events in in uh, in Dublin mm -hmm. where I got dropped off. And, you know, we did the, the NFL UK lives. We worked on them together for many years. Yeah. Um, I got dropped off at a Dublin event at 3.30 and the event was going to start at 7.30 and they were queuing around the block. So we know there's a fan base there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we are very excited to 
to get in there and get involved. Um, our grassroots coordinator, he's already speaking to, to a lot of his contacts there to set up some programs. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but we hope mm -hmm. to be doing some exciting things in the summer around grassroots and, and around our JAG tag program. And if you heard um, Tony Baselli talk about our hope is that we are taking that player tour that we just talked about to Dublin next summer. So, you know, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, We'll see a lot of our, our our fans over there starting the summer and then building progression to to get to next summer and, and bring our players over there. The um the players are wonderful ambassadors, aren't they? They're our best ambassadors. I mean, it's the same for the league as well. But when you get them on the road like that, or they're in schools doing the jag tag programs and and then we get together and they answer questions from the kids. They mm -hmm. certainly the group we had last year. I'm glad Josh Allen. Uh, is coming back. They're, they're, they're just brilliant with how they promote the team and, and promote the game. Yeah. I mean, you saw it firsthand, you know, they, they have a real interest in why we do this, why it's important to the club, why the, you kind of the small engagement and the grassroots programs are important, but, you know, Josh Allen, as you mentioned, you know, he was here last year, but was the first to raise his hand to say, listen, I really want to go. And truth be told, he recruited Devin Lloyd for us. You know, he he was kind of our ambassador in the locker room and said what a great opportunity it was. And, you know, it was it was really eye opening, I think, for him to see the fandom outside of London when we took him to Manchester and to just get that experience firsthand. You mentioned just a moment ago about the the other global markets teams and and how there's, there's maybe a, like a head start for Jacksonville and maybe you guys have been pioneering for years now do you feel that what you're doing uh is pretty historic do, when you know, when the story of the NFL is told now that sounds a bit grandiose I know but this is a this is a this is a fun international story and a significant one that's being told with the Jags at the forefront yeah, I mean, I, I hope that we are seen as leaders in kind of the global initiatives for the league. I certainly think our owner is is so forward thinking and that's it's such a passion of of his. So, yeah, I, I think that what we've done, um, we've, you know, trial and error. We've started some programs that didn't make sense, but, um, you know, stuck to a, a lot of programs that did, you know, Jag Tag with the expansion expansion of Jag Tag to Jags Extra Time which is a program that is a progression for some um, for kids that have come through the Jag Tag program. So we're not only trying to, you know, to, to kind of play a simplified version, we are trying to teach more advanced levels of the game. So, you know, working with the league to do that. So supporting the academy um, program that the, the league has as we progress our programs as well, you know, through extra time, through, uh, clinic. So we just did a clinic with Luke Fortner, who came over for draft. We did a very specific O-line clinic. And that was something that I don't think, you know, teams really do a lot um, in in the market. So that was significant. And the minute we put it on sale within an hour, it was sold out, so to speak. So we put it out with um, with a lot of the BAFA teams and there was a real interest to, to do that. And, you know, again, I don't want to give too much away, but we um, we will be doing more of that with this summer player tour with one of our players. Fantastic. Um, I guess one of the biggest things is just thinking about the whole, the way it's grown and from the first game in 2013, when it was announced that the Jags were playing back-to-back -back games uh, in 2023, mm -hmm. yes, it was significant, but no one fell off their seat with surprise. 
No, because you think, okay, what's next? You know, they, we know we can do it. The formula is there. Um, you know, everyone, I think, just expected the Jags to be the first team to do it because of the familiarity with the market, because of the fan base. And like I said, because of our owners' real ambition to, to keep London and the UK within the, the club's DNA. Mm. Um, last one. This might be a tough one. What would you hope to achieve in the UK by the end of the decade? By the end of the decade, I would personally, and this is not what the team is, is said to do. Um, personally, I would like to bring training camp over. I think that is, is something I've wanted to do with a team. I think since we started the games in 2007 at Wembley, um, I'd say bring a training camp over and then play a half a season of games. So four, four games here in the UK and expand our Jag tag program to have over 200,000 kids playing Jag tag. See, I think the train, I've said the same thing. I think we may have had this conversation training camp, training, training camp, camp with the Jag tag stuff going on next to it, with all the kids out there every day, watching practice for a couple of weeks. It, it would, yeah. it would be fantastic. Yeah, to me, that's a game changer. It's a massive ask of a team, but I certainly think that's a that's one of the things I'd love to do. All right, we'll keep an eye out for that. Um, so uh, at Jaguars UK for the in, for interest in the tour, for registering details, that'd be the best place on socials? Yes, absolutely. Or, you know, Jag, well, it's Jaguars UK and IE now with, uh, with the addition of Ireland. Yes, but anything, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or, or a website, yes, information about the tour, about how to get tickets, um, and just everything about the Jaguars. Perfect. You've, you've helped me out with some of the social media because I always struggle at the end because this is the bit where I, I'm not all, all that into social media. But Stop. I, you love your social media. You're always... Not all, not all of them. I don't know. Uh, so uh, people at home, you can follow Decipher Sport on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, apparently. Ah, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, and also for news and features, uh, decipher.com. Uh, Maria, thank you very much for your time uh, and thank good you. luck with everything with the Jags this season. Great. Thanks, Neil. Take care. Right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. And we'll catch you next month uh, on the Decipher Handoff podcast.